Hi, everyone. Welcome to this next edition of Ask Me Anything. Once again, if you'd like to submit questions for these Ask Me Anything episodes, you can join my new men's group, The Council, which you can learn more about by going to renofmen.com slash council. Right now, the group is running on Telegram. We did our first online meetup, and I'm pretty happy with how the group is coming together. A really good mix of men with diverse backgrounds and interests, and uh, it's a really great time. So one of the perks of membership of the council is to be able to submit questions for these Ask Me Anything episodes. So if you've got a question for me that you'd like to ask, join up with the council and you can submit questions for these episodes. So let's get into this week's question. It's a really good one, ties into some of the things I was posting about this week. The question is, is it right to start courting a girl when you aren't in a place to financially support her yet? So this is a great question and a very relevant one. Uh, But again, like many of the questions you'll probably hear me answering, it requires a little bit to unpack. So the first thing about courtship that isn't necessarily obvious is that we're trying to reconstruct something from the past that doesn't fit in every way into our current situation, into our current predicament. It's kind of anachronistic. And something anachronistic is something sort of out of time, Uh, that doesn't belong there. So for example, if you were going to go back to Victorian England and, uh, I don't know, put a Lamborghini, that Lamborghini would be considered anachronistic. And it works exactly the same way that if you were to bring, I don't know, like a a medieval soldier forward to these days and have him walk around in public, that would also be anachronistic. So in the same way, courtship is anachronistic. It's an anachronistic social practice. But in this world of broken relationships, quote-unquote dating and all that, we recognize the value of it. So we're bringing something from the past forward to today and trying to start using it again, but without all the social structures in place to support it. That doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means it won't be as effective in this generation as it will be going forward. We're planting seeds for future generations to begin using this, like, for example, our kids and hopefully our grandkids, etc., So that's why this kind of takes a second to unpack, because there's more to the question than just your own individual financial state. There are social things to take into consideration as well. One of them is that the courtship process was typically supervised by fathers, meaning the potential husband or the suitor would approach uh, the woman's father and ask for permission to court the daughter, right? So that was the formal process. You don't go talk to the daughter. I mean, obviously, if you're in social circumstances, people can talk casually, but you're not supposed to be spending any really unsupervised time with each other without the father's explicit permission. In the same way, the suitor's accountability is his father. So right there, you already have two fathers overseeing the whole process. As an extension of that, when the, the, the couple is young, the expectation isn't necessarily there that the son, imagine in his late teens or even early 20s, would be at the full level of his ability to economically provide. But the two fathers, the two families would agree to support the family, not necessarily financially, but with opportunities, etc., so that it's not like the suitor and his wife or the new husband and wife are kind of out there on their own they have this entire community, this entire family of support around them. And this is what a wedding is. A wedding is the expressing of a covenant between the husband and the wife with the entire community gathered in the chapel and the church service agreeing to support this couple in their union. That's why we do public weddings. That's why we have people to our weddings 
why we don't just do it, the two of us and a pastor or whatever. The reason why it's done in public is that the entire community is there agreeing that if anyone has any reason why these two should not be wed, speak now or forever hold your peace. The idea is that if you don't speak up in that moment, you are consenting to the union of these individuals. And by giving your consent, you share in some of the responsibility for making sure that union succeeds. This is the symbolism of the marriage, at least as I see it, why we have people in the church service to witness it. And by witnessing, give their consent, and by consent, be part of the responsibility to make sure that the marriage succeeds. Now, we live in this hyper-individualistic age where no one really thinks that way anymore. We are just kind of all off on our own. We have our own houses. We have our own apartments. We have our own lives. We have our own problems. We have our own concerns. No one thinks about mutual accountability for making sure that everyone's relationship succeeds. But if you wind back the clock to not that long ago, you wanted to make sure that every family in your small community succeeded in their marriage because discord in the home meant a lack of production of the things that you needed to survive. It caused discord through the whole community. So you want to make sure that this marriage across the way from you that produces a thing that you need to produce your thing, to produce prosperity for someone else's thing, you need to make sure that all these pieces fit together so people were invested in each other's lives. Now, we don't live that way anymore. So we go through the motions of these wedding ceremonies without really thinking about the significance of every piece. And if you ask me, and and maybe this is my own ask me anything to do separately, every single piece of the wedding ceremony has symbolic meaning that is worth paying attention to. We go through it just as the ritual. We do the thing because we do the thing, but it all has meaning. And I regard the presence of people in the room as being participants in a way with the success of the marriage. Now, same is true for the courtship aspect of it. A young man courting a young woman is going through a process to make her his wife. It's not dating where I try you on for a little while or whatever. We get all mixed up hormonally with each other. It's I'm evaluating you and you're evaluating me for whether we want to make a binding lifelong commitment to each other. So that's the difference between courtship and dating. But by managing it on an individual basis, that's the anachronistic part because it didn't used to be that way. So why am I saying all this? Because in a sense, you're separating the individual question from the collective question. And that's not initially how courtship was designed. It's a little bit fish out of water, but that's how we all are. So I just wanted to call that out at first, that you're asking a question that previous generations wouldn't have really had to. It wouldn't have been a thing. You would have known intuitively that you wouldn't have been responsible solely for the success of your marriage. You would have had the support of community and family around you. So just recognize that there's a higher degree of difficulty now, which changes the calculation. So should you solely be able to support your wife before you begin courting? Again, remember that we're operating a little bit anachronistically. So my answer to that question is initially no. Start the courtship process now because you don't know how long it's going to take. It might take six months. It probably shouldn't take more than a year. But over that time, you can begin growing in accountability and responsibility and ramp up your ability to earn during the courtship process as you get more and more confident that this woman is the woman for you. You should probably do that anyway, just as a man, but I wouldn't delay until you feel comfortable with your financial earning ability to start the process. Start the process now. Walk the road. Grow in responsibility. Grow in authority. Grow in earning ability as you continue through the courtship process and don't wait. 
Also, depending on your age, I don't think it's necessarily a problem if your wife works for a little while after you get married. I don't think you have to immediately jump into a marriage and start making babies right away. Again, depending on how old you are, I don't think it's wrong to enjoy your time as a young couple, enjoy your freedom as a young couple before you get right after the task of making babies. But again, that's if you're in your young 20s. If you're in your late 20s or in your early 30s or even your late 30s, you're probably going to want to get started right away. But realistically, waiting until you're a finished man to start this process means you're going to end up waiting forever. So you can think of things in terms of, I can start courting this woman right now as I begin growing as a man and continue to grow as a man through the courtship process. And then we can move into marriage and we can still have some time to continue making that transition and growing in my ability to earn and support a family. So waiting until you feel ready, like, okay, now I'm earning enough money. I don't know that there's ever been a man in history who said, okay, now I have enough money. It doesn't really work that way. It's one of those things that we're always going to be climbing the mountain and waiting until we feel like we're ready or we feel like we've made enough progress is a surefire way to be waiting forever. Now, obviously, there are things that are good to fix. Credit card debt is a good thing to fix. It's a good thing to have a handle on. If you're significantly overweight, you're probably going to have a much easier time courting the woman that you want if you get in shape. So again, both of these things are very related in that it's probably good to sort them out before you get serious about the process. But if you have your eye on a specific girl, I don't think that you should wait until you feel like you're earning enough money to begin courting her because you don't actually know how long it's going to be until you earn that much money. And she may be gone by the time you get there. So if there's a girl that you want to court and that you have your eye on, start the process now and make yourself into the man capable of winning her. Make yourself into the man capable of supporting her. That's a far better way to think about it than making yourself into that man first and then looking around and saying, okay, who's there? Again, this is all contingent if you have a specific woman in mind, which it sounds like from the question that you do. So don't wait. Don't let her go. Or if you decide that you do want to wait, you're taking the risk that she might not be there when you're ready. And you can totally take that risk, but this is the choice you have to make. If you want to wait until you're ready, you may end up having to look for another woman, or you can start right now start with where you are. And that's what I would advise. And also recognize that during the courtship process, you can use that as a reason, not an excuse, a reason to grow on your earning ability. As you work into marriage, you can grow on your earning ability. And as you get settled into marriage, you can use that as a yoke placed upon your shoulders that makes you feel stronger as a man, because now you have someone to do all these things for. And that's one of the big things that gets left out of the discussion of marriage. So much celebration of singleness or dual income, no kids. It's a documented fact that men who get married and have children earn more than single men because it activates a switch in our brain that makes us more responsible. So for that reason, I think it's important to put the horse before the cart, find a woman, start courting her, begin envisioning a life together, use that courtship process and the vision of your life together to pull you forward as a man to earn what you want, to develop the ambition that you want to have because she's probably worth it. And just to tie the pieces back together, during the initial days of the courtship process, this wasn't a question. The man would have a father there supporting him, giving him opportunity, training him up in the family trade. The woman would also have a father who would pledge his support to make sure the young couple succeeded. You had a whole village, a whole community around you. You weren't operating in a vacuum. So the question that you're asking right now is a little bit, again, anachronistic because we're asking how these new situations apply to these old practices. And it's not a one-to-one fit, 
but I think we can make it work if we think about it as an opportunity to grow as men and not something that we have to necessarily be ready for as men. So is it right to begin courting a girl when you aren't in a place to financially support her yet? Yes, it is right to begin courting her, but it's not right to continue to stay in that place where you're not able to financially support her. You should be working during the courtship process to get there. And I hope that answers your question. I'll keep this one short this week. Again, if you want to ask me a question for these Ask Me Anything episodes, join my men's group, The Council. You can go to renofmen.com slash council to learn more. And also, quick note for my listeners in Texas, on the evening of Friday, August 25th, I'll be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for a public meetup. So keep listening to the podcast for more information about that as I announce details. And I look forward to next week for the next Ask Me Anything. episode of the Renaissance of Men podcast. Visit us on the web at renofmen.com or on your favorite social media platform at Ren of Men. This is the Renaissance of Men. You are the Renaissance.